One of the most wonderful things as a parent slash grandparent, mm-hmm. I'm not one, but Ron is. That's why yeah. I'm saying slash. Mm-hmm. Is the advent of cell phone technology and its ability to become a GPS tracker. Yeah, man. So the idea of, for example, for my family, we, we ha- got the kids a bunch of old iPhones and such. And when you use Apple, there's this function called find my iPhone. And so I can literally see at any moment where my kids' phones are. Yeah. And if they refuse to answer the call, I hit that play a really annoying sound button. Uh-huh. Yeah. It makes the screeching horrible sound. Uh, and then they call me back and they're embarrassed. Yeah. <laughs> but kids hate it. They sure do. I got a bunch of kids. So the 11, 14-year-olds, like, they're good. It's like the older teenagers. They hate it. That, yes. Right. <laughs> In fact, I had a discussion with one of my teens. And since mm-hmm. I have three, I can say that and you won't know who I'm talking about. This particular teen was trying to make the case that they don't have to tell us where they're going. And I was like, excuse me. Hello. I am your father. You will tell me where you're going. Well, why would I have to do that when you can just follow me on GPS? You look all the time anyway. Just go look. You'll know where I am. That's sassy, Mm. I know. but They make a good point. But nonetheless, I still want you in the habit of telling me where you're going so that I can dialogue with you about whether that's a good idea. If you're going to go hang out at the uh, hookah den, I'll tell you that's not a good idea. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I do not approve of that. Right. And it's even courtesy, which I needed to learn as an adult. So I tell my son, because he's 18 now, so I'm like, it's not even about me being a parent. Even if you had a roommate, because I did it right. when I was in college, you got to let people know where you're at because anything can happen. You can't just True. be like... I don't got to tell nobody and just go. You got to have somebody that can track you. As they get older, they want your trust. Yes. And as a, any parenting expert you talk to who follows Jesus would tell you, you need to slowly release your grip on your kids as they get older. Yeah. They view the GPS tracking as not releasing the grip Man, at all. that's a leash right there. Yeah, it feels like a <laughs> oh leash. And yeah. I mean, I tried to explain to the kid. I said, look, I'm not a parent who stares at the GPS tracker all the time. Mm-hmm. I no. just don't. If you tell me you're going somewhere, I trust you're there. And if there's a problem or you say you're going to a place, you get on your bike, you go the other way, Mm -hmm. I'm going to follow where you're going. Right. Mm -hmm. But they're not hearing that. I've got your solution. Your kids need to watch TV with my wife because the detective true crime show she's watching, these kids, they're missing. Nobody knows where they're at. You go to the police and the police say, well, we can't do anything until they've been missing for 48 hours. Then you talk to a, an expert and that says, well, it's the first 48 hours that are the most important. If you don't have them by then, they're yeah. probably dead. Hello. And, right. you know, you, you get all this stuff pumping through their head. And then you can say, this way, if you didn't get back in an appropriate time, I would know where to look for you. See so that? I could come save the day, like Super Dad. <laughs> or you could just die lonely. <laughs> Sounds like a great parenting lecture. Hope you took right, notes. Exactly. Uh, we hi- Ron highly recommends that. You know what we're about to do? We're about to get real. We're about to have conversations that Christians have behind closed doors. The scary ones, the ones that make you feel uncomfortable, that's where we're going. Why? Because we're family. Ustedes son mi familia. 
So this is the Brian and Janelle podcast. She's Janelle and I'm Brian. If you don't want to miss anything, all you have to do is just hit that subscribe button to get a notification whenever we drop a new episode. This is the Brian and Janelle podcast. Hey, it's Brian. If you've been a faithful listener to this podcast, we're just super grateful for you. Can't thank you enough for taking time out of your busy schedule to join us in our journey to follow Jesus a little more closely every day. But I got to remind you about something. We're listener supported. We're a ministry of Moody Radio in Cleveland, and it's donations from people who listen to us, just like you, that allow us to keep making episodes. So rather than tiptoe, because I'm not good at that, or dance around it, because I certainly can't dance. I'm going to be direct. We need your money, your financial support. Would you consider a donation to this ministry? A gift of any amount will make a huge difference. If you want to donate, we'd be so grateful. Just go to moodyradio.org slash Cleveland. Again, moodyradio.org slash Cleveland. Thanks. He's a pasty white male from the frozen tundra of Minnesota. She's a mocha skin beauty from the sunny Dominican Republic. He taught history at a public high school. She homeschools her kids, teaching everything. But together, they want to help you think about things from a biblical perspective. It's Brian and Janelle on Moody Radio Cleveland. Well, there you have it. I would watch that on Netflix. I would binge to that show. That's what it sounds like. Because people always enjoy watching pasty white guys do things. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, yes, right. So we're talking a bit about GPS tracking with kids. And here's how the article goes, because I think this paints the picture pretty well about a new piece of technology. Tracking applications like one called Life360. I love that one. Explain that one. So that one's the same, and I have an an iPhone, and all my kids do too, but you download it, you pay, there is a cost to it, you see where they're at, it tells me when they come home, when they leave the house. The coming home part's important because I have to wake up early, and so I do not wait up for my kid. I'm sorry. And so it's just good to track, like, did you come in when you were supposed to? Like, I'll see the time. But then it also, I don't do this for my 18-year-old anymore, but for the new drivers, it will tell you when they're driving, how fast they go, how many (laughs) hard brakes there are. Yeah, dude, I'm paying for your insurance. I need to know how you're driving. So (laughs) your kids are not allowed to have any fun. That I sounds just, horrible. I mean, I'm just telling you what it does. I would have hated that. I don't as have a kid. another driver yet. Because you know what my kids would do now, or I would have done then? I would have sat staring at that speedometer when my parents were driving, going, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I'm not allowed to go that fast. Oh, Why are you? Man. Because they're paying for the insurance. Hello. If you want to drive fast, wow. then you start coughing over. Hey. Hundred bucks a month, or and whatever. get your own car. Exactly. Hey, Janelle's exactly. kids are basically in prison. It sounds no, like. no, so no, no. Tracking. What? You got to use it in the beginning to kind of know, like, uh-huh. how are you handling driving, especially with boys. So track- we know what you were doing, Brian. Wow. Mm-hmm. I'm saying <laughs> girls are bad too. Okay, go ahead. So tracking applications like Life 360 are a constant source of discussion and contention among parents of older kids and teens. We hear all the time about the fine line parents walk between stalking their teens and needing to know that their kids are safe. (laughs) Some argue that tracking applications 
uh, rather than reassuring parents, in fact, make them even more anxious about their kids' whereabouts and lead to obsessively checking on their whereabouts. That constant checking is not only a distraction, but it sends the message to teens that we just simply don't trust them. Others argue that there's no reason not to use tracking applications and that with electronic reassurance, we can actually give our teens more independence. I would not have felt that way as a kid, I gotta be honest. If you knew your mommy was always watching where you're going, would you feel more independent? Not if you knew. So I, I propose that you do all these things in secret. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, I've, if I, to be totally honest, as a teen, it's Chip not that I was kids. getting into lots of trouble, <laughs> but I would not feel independent if mommy was watching me everywhere I went. Would you? I wouldn't have felt independent. I think there's a way to do it. So, like, I try to use it selectively. So, if they're like, oh, can we go bike mm-hmm. riding on the trails? That means you're off who knows where. So, then I'll say, okay, turn on your location service and you're fine. Go. Or if there's a party that's till late, that kind of thing. So selectively, if I was a child and my mom did it, I would see like, okay, it's connected to my safety or whatever. All the time, constantly, I would feel like, whoa, do you trust me? It would feel more like a leash. I mean, I've, I've got it set up where whenever I want, I can look. Yeah. So it goes on to say in this article, as with all things parenting, the answer probably lies somewhere in the middle. You know yourself and your kids, and you know what works best for your family. But now there's a middle ground, a compromised position between using the apps and not using them at all. Life360 has just launched a new privacy-respecting feature, or they claim it to be. It's called Bubbles. (laughs) (laughs) Been hearing a lot about bubbles. bubbles. Teens love bubbles. Right. (laughs) So this location-sharing feature was inspired by teens on TikTok. Life's 360 CEO, Chris Hulls, created a TikTok account and started a dialogue with young users in order to figure out what Life360 could do to make their app more appealing to young people. So he was trying to figure out... First of all, why do they even care? Help me understand. Life360, Mm -hmm. why would they say, oh, let's make sure the teens are good? I think what they want to do is find... Because they'd sell more product. Right. If they could find a a way to create a tracking app that kids would like consent to, be like, oh, yeah. You could track me, but use this one. I like this yeah, one. That's weird because I'm thinking the parents the one deciding, but maybe there's some parents that are talked out of it. I guess it depends on the kid. I've got mm-hmm. one one kid at oh, it is the it is the most ridiculous thing on earth that yeah. this person can be tracked. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but anyway, this new feature allows Life 360 Circle members to share a circle representing their generalized location instead of their exact whereabouts. So picture if you've, I'm sorry if you don't have a cell phone or you've never used one, but if you ever use this function, which most people have used this, when you first try to find a location of a device, mm-hmm. there's like a wide circle in an area. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it takes like a little bit of time for it to pinpoint exactly where you are. Mm-hmm. So picture it staying in that wider circle. That's a, what, maybe like a one or two mile radius. So you know it's in this area. Hmm. So <laughs> it shares a circle with the generalized location instead of the exact whereabouts. To set a bubble, the users can adjust a specific radius on the map for a certain period of time, up to six hours. Parents can then see the bubble in which their teen is located, but not precisely where. Mm -hmm. So a parent can see if their teens are in the general vicinity of where they said they would be. You follow me? I do. I just don't know if I like it. The bubble will burst if a car crash or other emergency is detected. Okay. I don't know how they detect that. Life360 does. 
I mean, I'm telling you, they're wearing that. like a, a belt. I don't know what it is. I think it's like the jerk. I'm because I'm telling mm-hmm. you, they'll track hard breaks, so I can see how Life 360 would do it. I don't know about Apple it, in and of itself. And a parent can choose to override the setting and pop the bubble if they need to see exactly where their child is. However, the teen okay. will be notified that the parent has pierced their privacy bubble. Okay, but I would imagine if you're going to pop that bubble, you've got a good reason to. You know, something has happened that makes you concerned for their well-being or, yeah, even if they're if they're past their curfew, you're concerned for their well-being. Pop that bubble. Mm-hmm. And if it's, you know, out on the street that's popularly known as Lover's Lane. Hello. Hop in your car and get your lights flashing oh. and head up there Len with a bullhorn. That bubble will not work for Len. He'll be popping that all the time, especially when his girls get there. Psh, well, then he'll be like, pop, pop. <laughs> isn't there? Isn't there actually Lover's Lane in Akron? Yeah, there is. Right off of uh, 77. 77 right? Yeah. Is it a nickname or because no, no, it's, it's the called. actual street name? It's oh, okay. It's called Lover's say. Lane. Okay. But it's it's kind of developed. There. I don't think anybody would use it for, for any, you know, okay. what you would think Lover's Lane would be used yeah. for. I've, yeah. I remember driving past that, and then the next time I drove past, I was like, I'm going to take an exit here, see what's going on. <laughs> You're right. It's not as exciting as you might think it is. Yeah. Uh, but the question becomes, though. I think, and this is the right one, Janelle was thinking about this behind the scenes, are teens entitled to privacy at all? Like, as you know, mm-hmm. we're not supposed to be their friend. We're not yeah. their friend. Yeah. They're, they're, we're not they're here to make them happy. Mm-hmm. So this idea of, you know, Life360 creating a way where teens can have a measure of privacy. As a follower of Jesus, do you think teens are entitled to privacy at all? And if so, at what age? Fathers, do not exasperate your children. Instead, bring them up in the training and instruction of the Lord. Many teens are exasperated by GPS tracking. The fact that you can see because of their phone where they are at any moment. I think exasperated is the right word. I've got a kid who's exasperated by it. Mm -hmm. Drives this child crazy. So Life 360's uh, come up what? with... If you weren't doing anything shady, then you wouldn't be exasperated. Amen. What's your problem? I wish... I can't wait till one of my kids said that. And but the other thing... I'm just, <laughs> I'm just saying. Janelle kind of brought up how this is something... It's a part of being a mature, responsible adult that you tell people where you're going. Yeah. It will be as a teenager telling your parents, as a college student telling your roommate where you're going so you each know where the other is and, and even when you get married yeah yes you don't just run off and yeah. leave your wife at home wondering where you went at least for i you, don't for your own good i mean you want <laughs> especially somebody especially when to you know. do get back hello <laughs> but i was gonna say because my kids do that with the phone well ma can you take off the parental controls what you trying to do what you trying to do Okay, so then you don't need me to take it off. Because whatever you're trying to do, if it was good, there's access. I'm blocking off the things you're not supposed to be doing to begin with. And yet, every parenting expert talks about as the kids get older, you slowly loosen your grip. Yeah, you do. To communicate trust to your kids. You do, but and it's as a, they become gotta get teens, there. As they become teens, having your parent controls to watch G-rated movies and do all that, I mean, at some point, it starts communicating lack of trust. 
And right. it can exasperate your kid. Yeah, I agree. We've talked about before where there's danger in like locking them basically down <laughs> until they're 18 and then just swinging the doors open. Yeah. But the question is, which is why I had asked it in the beginning, are they entitled to privacy? And if so, when? Like, how do we get there? You don't just get privilege just because you got right. an age. You got to earn that. So Amen. do you earn it with age? Do you earn it with behavior? Charlene and Stowe, what are your thoughts? Well, um, we have the 360 app. And honestly, my kids can see where we're going as well. And there's a level of um, respect and accountability to one another to the whole family of knowing where everyone going. So my husband travels some, so I can see when he's driving home, and I often will just peek to see, okay, when is he going to be getting home? He's taking calls on the phone, so I can't always call him, but I can see speeding, and I tease him about it, but it's, <laughs> it's not it's not a level of um, uh, keeping an eye on everyone. It's just a level of respect and accountability and planning for everyone as a family. And if they don't want to be part of the family, then they can move out. So, uh, Sounds like Glenn. (laughs) But what if you have a kid who's showed tremendous amounts of responsibility and maturity, and they're exasperated by the fact that mommy Charlene can follow them wherever they go, like they're a toddler, you know what I mean? Like, what, what do you do then? I don't follow. I don't. I rarely look at it except when I need to. And so. see, I I say that too, but I have no way of verifying that to my kids. Yeah. Like for for all they know, I'm just saying that to make them feel better, and I'm constantly tracking them. Right. Well, something my father would tell tell me as growing up. I was young once. I know exactly what you're up to. <laughs> he would say that, and he would also. I, I just think that, um, I mean, I sh- you show respect in so many other ways that, you know, for them to think that one thing, uh, uh, a sticking point is, in my, in my mind, silly. Okay, fair enough. That's a, that's a fair enough point. Um, so do you think teens have a right to privacy, or is there really just that's not a thing? I don't go in their room and check things out. You know, it's, it's like, are we a family, and are we hanging out, and do we have a good relationship? And, but if they're a recluse and, you know, so uh, my youngest daughter was kind of having issues with, she just was in a slump. So I took away all of her social media. And at the end of the two weeks, she actually thanked me because she was, she, she needed that break from it to realize that she was internalizing so much of how many people were liking her things. Mm-hmm. She had to get a, she had to get out of that habit. So I think if the relationship is good and you're enjoying one another, and you know, I don't know that ex- you feel comfortable with what everyone's at. There's no reason for me to check up where she's at. So it's a, it's a good point, and you sound like a fantastic mother. Thank you so much, Charlene, for the call. Appreciate hearing from you and from someone in Stowe. Life 360, a parent tracking device for your teens, has a new feature that will maybe make teens feel better. And so it gives the parent a general idea with GPS on their phone, general idea on the map 
of where the teenager is at unless, so it's called a bubble. You can burst that bubble if there's an accident or an emergency, and then a notification will go to the teen to let them know that you know where they're at. And so are teenagers (laughs) entitled to privacy? And if so, when? Jesse in Cleveland, what are your thoughts? Hey, good morning, Brian and Janelle. Hey. Yeah, so my wife and I, we've been kind of discussing this a lot lately because our oldest is 12, and um, we had a talk with our children, and we just told them that we're basing everything off of their relationship with the Lord. So, like, as we start to see them just seeking the Lord, having more of a strong conviction towards the Lord, you know, then we would, you know, base our decisions based off of that. Because ultimately, we, you know, want them to have a, you know, stronger conviction towards the Lord and, you know, just the the presence of the Holy Spirit. Because, you know, they can get away from, you know, things from us, you know, just like I did when I was growing up. But we want them to to really have a sensitivity to the Lord's presence and, you know, just be accountable to Him, more importantly. So wh- wh- where does that guide you then when it comes to GPS tracking and, uh, and, and, and a supposed right to privacy for teens? Yeah, we haven't gotten that far yet. We're, we haven't even gotten them cell phones yet. <laughs> sure. But, you know, just in terms of the conversation, you know, we have thought about it. Um, you know, we, we do have, you know, filters and things with our Internet, um, you know, with movies that we watch. You know, we do like a VidAngel. You know, so we've had discussions, you know, with them about it, but it's just, um, you know, we're, we're really just trying to be sensitive to the Lord and, and yeah. just base it off of their relationship. Like one day my son, he came down and, you know, he told us that, you know, he had read, you know, about 20 chapters and, 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 um, and the scriptures and, and we were just, you know, encouraging him and saying, you know, like that's something that he's, he's seeking the Lord in his own. And so as he starts to show us just more of a desire for him, you know, desiring him for the Lord and, and to live before the Lord, you know, I think we can kind of make our decisions based off of that. I know it's kind of general, but... No, no, but I mean, it's got to be our guiding principle as we use our faith in Christ as kind of just guiding our, our parenting and our lives. I think it's a great idea. Jesse, thanks so much for the call. Uh, now, you guys got to work with me on something here. Okay. Because, you know, most often when we talk about parenting on the show and something like lawnmower parenting or helicopter parenting comes up, yes, people think it's like, that's bad, right? Yeah. Yes. Because it removes the ability for your kids to make mistakes. Yes. Right? And to earn trust. It's difficult to earn trust trust Mm -hmm. when it's like you got no choice but to follow. Now, would it be too bold to say that anyone who's an adult listening now, at least once in their life, went somewhere their parents didn't know they went as they were kids, teens? Is it fair to say that? Yeah. Yeah. Most everybody at some point, I know maybe you didn't, Janelle, you were such a good girl. Uh, But they like... (laughs) And I'm not endorsing lying to your parents or being Mm -hmm. sneaky. I think it's a bad idea. Mm -hmm. So are we in some way, if if we can, if we're locking them down so much with GPS tracking that they can't make mistakes, are we removing the opportunity to learn and are we removing an opportunity like to to grow as a real person? Yeah. And are we inadvertently becoming helicopter parents? (laughs) Well, I mean, how would teenage Ron have felt about his mommy following him on GPS all the time? First of all, when I was a teenager, I didn't call her mommy. Check <laughs> yourself. Thank you, Brian. What's up, Ma? <laughs> yeah. I, I probably would have been, I would have thought more about where I was going sometimes, but I honestly don't think it would have bothered me all that much because I didn't, I didn't like You're a good sneak boy. and head to a dance club in Cleveland or Akron like a lot of teenagers my age were doing. So I, w- I was just at people's houses or stuff like that. But to the question, if if you 
as the parent, were constantly observing the app, then I'd say that was a problem, but that's your problem. I think having that technology, I see the upside of that so much greater. And I can understand because kids' minds aren't fully developed and they don't understand logic, especially if it's working against them, they are going to argue this fact and be like, no, this is, what am I, a baby? You haven't had to change my diaper for years. Why are you doing this? And saying ridiculous things, but that's what teens do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think, honestly, we've had teenage girls that were kidnapped off the streets of Cleveland and held okay. in a man's basement that's for right. years right there. That's right. But we had no idea they were there. Even the neighbors had no idea they were in that basement. Just in the last week, there was a, a dude who had a decommissioned police car, so it still looked like a police car, drove up and you know demanded this 14-year-old girl get in his car, and she did, and then realized from the inside that this was not a police car, and fortunately, she was able to get out and run to safety. So there are legitimate concerns for these kids' safety that... But what if your teen's exasperated, Ron? The Bible says fathers do not exasperate your children. Instead, bring them up in the training and instruction of the Lord. There's a lot of things that exasperate them. Do do you let them run amok? Is this like key to say, oh, well, putting a curfew on my child is exasperating. Controlling what they wear to school is exasperating. They could pull that card on so many things. They could, yeah. So I think I think there is moderation there. And I I think you try to help them understand that this is for your own good. I don't look at this hardly at all. But there are times you're past curfew. I want to know where you are. Are you close? I hear about, you know, if if we were down in Surfside, Florida and we heard about this collapse and your child wasn't home, boom. You'd be on that app in a heartbeat. Where are you? Mm -hmm. Are you anywhere near that condo? So there's plenty of reasons to have it. And and if you can, if they're mature enough and, and, you know, grown up enough that they can converse, have that dialogue. So kids don't have a right to privacy then, you're saying? Oh, yeah. They're allowed. They've got a, a room of their own most times. And they can close the door if they do so properly. But you're saying that that right to privacy, if it's your teen, has nothing to do with their location. You think there's nothing, there's no privacy as to where you are. I can always know that as your parent whenever I want to. Yeah. Okay. Do kids and teens in particular have any sort of right to privacy when it comes to GPS tracking? Josh and Olivia, what are your thoughts? Morning, guys. Hey. Um, I wanted to call and. Normally, I agree with Brian on so much, but I want to push back a little bit because I agree with Ron. As a parent of a teenager, um, oftentimes teens aren't able to make the wise enough decisions when it comes to these kind of things. So we as parents have to help them. And, And so as a parent of a teenager, Absolutely, I'm doing GPS tracking. Absolutely, I'm doing these things to keep them safe because they don't always know what's going on in a world that is deeply dangerous at points. Right. 
No, and, and I'm so, I, I'm not fully convinced what my position is yet, Josh. So who knows? Maybe you'll still agree with me, like usual. <laughs> but, well, and 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 when it, when it comes to parents, you know, children being exasperated, I think we have to drill down on what exasperated actually means in a situation like this. If I had a dollar for every time my kids were a little <laughs> bit frustrated with something I did, I'd be a millionaire. That's right. You know my. My point here is to have a discussion that says, listen, my job as a dad is to protect you. That's a call from the Lord. And and so my goal here is always to protect you. And so my love for you will always go further than your like for me. Always. So let me make this a little more complicated for you then. At what age Bring it up. Do, you, do you stop GPS tracking your teen? Well... I haven't gotten to the point where I've needed to do that yet, <laughs> but um, I would say, you know, I think if they're not living in my home anymore, <laughs> I don't, you know, I think it's, <laughs> I don't need to GPS track them anymore. But you know, like I, I was, I was uh, in college through age 22 and I lived at well, home. That's true. That's a good point. I, I, I had forgot about the element of going away to, going away to college. Right, careful. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. The truck behind me is un, is not happy that I'm talking to Brian Janelle in the morning. Wow. Um, <laughs> and um, and so you know, I think college. I think college is a good point. So um, is that 18 then? That's in the ballpark for sure. Um, you know, and if your kids are going to college locally, I think that plays into the you know, like if they're going to Cleveland, you know, if they're going to Tri C or L C right. or something like that. Yeah. I mean. It is definitely something that you have to work through situationally as a parent. And you have to pray and ask the Lord, okay, Lord, what's the right thing to do here? But, you know, at the end of the day, I go back to, okay, Lord, what do you call me to do here as a dad? And and part of that is to bring them up in the way of the Lord so that they can make, make their own decision, but also to protect them. Mm-hmm. And... Sometimes that means protecting them from themselves. Josh, you bring up some great points. Uh, thank you so much for the call, and thank you for sure. mentioning very specifically that usually you agree with me. Janelle, did you hear that? <laughs> yeah, he's a smart man. <laughs> you didn't say that very I'm, emphatically. I know. <laughs> I know. Josh, thanks so much, brother. Appreciate you. Um, you don't? Who is this? <laughs> Hall and Oates. Wow, I've never even heard of them. That's messed up. Daryl Hall, John Oates. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Brian and Janelle Mornings. We'll probably get to this, but if we don't, make sure to go to Brian and Janelle on Facebook or Janelle Nevels. I went live yesterday at 10 a.m. and we talked about burnout and ways, practical ways to balance work life and your personal life. So family and all that. Make sure to check out the video. Lots of comments. And there were a couple there with people who gave some great tips on ways to balance. Right now, we're talking about a an app that many parents are cheering for, and it's Life 360. It helps you track your teens, but you know, teens don't like that. You know what teens do? Now that I'm wondering why Life 360 <laughs> tried to find a happy happy medium. Have you ever go, gone looked through the reviews of the apps? It'll be like two stars, and it's like a bunch of kids giving. <laughs> <laughs> So messed up. And so Life360, just to kind of please the teens and their need, 
what they feel they need in terms of privacy, they made what they call a bubble. And so instead of giving you their specific location, you get a general idea, like let's say one mile, two mile radius to know where they're at. And then you can burst the bubble if an accident happens or an emergency, but they'll know that you know exactly where they're at. So our question is, are teenagers entitled to privacy? And if so, at what age? Jackson, but it's not. No, this don't sound like Michael, right? Hmm. It sounds like Michael to you? The chorus it does. Yeah. We ought to play that other, uh, the Christian King of Pop here in a few minutes. Yeah. <laughs> it's Friday. We can do what we want, right, Ron? Yeah. No? I don't see any boss around. Whoops. Oh, it's 818. <laughs> Brian and Janelle Mornings. It is follow-up Friday. Should teenagers be tracked on their phone by their parents, are they entitled to privacy? Heidi in Columbus on the app. What are your thoughts? Hi. Yes. So I had a little bit different perspective. I'm in my early 30s. And so growing up, you know, I just got like my first major cell phone right as I was going into college. And I lived at home with my parents. And I will be honest, it was really difficult. My mom and dad did not trust me. I was a good kid. I was homeschooled. I obeyed all the rules. But I went to college. I literally had to call my mom every single time I would go from, like, one one building at college to the next. She just did not trust me. So oh, I. Wow. Well, was she just, I, like, it was scared? Awful. She didn't want you to get hurt? Was it that? Yeah. I think that was. And then my junior, senior year, I started dating now my husband and it was very difficult like for us to even date we we had to tell them everywhere we went and what we did and you know it was just over the top so as I have a, my oldest will be five tomorrow so I have three kids I have five three and a baby oh god bless you. my husband I've had a lot of reflections about that of yeah. it's okay to be very protective and I will be very protective of my kids but when you're an adult, even though I was living at home, I would tell my mom, hey, I'm at a study group at Starbucks with my class. If I, you know, I'll probably be out till 11 when they close. She would, she would wait up and go, that, you know, that's not fair that you were up so long. You should have, you should have thought about me and come home at 10. I mean, how do I know that you were at Starbucks? Are you sure you were at Starbucks? You didn't wow. go out, date, go out drinking or something. Wow. So it was, you know, for me, I have to balance that, safety and that freedom so yeah. i wish that my parents would have respected me because honest i didn't go anywhere i shouldn't have i really didn't i was I, I mean as a parent i would i would feel like trust my kids um but i do think the app is important like if we give my kid an app um our neighborhood here in columbus is a really safe neighborhood but if he eventually gets a, a when he's older he gets a phone and he goes places my husband and I do think we'd want to track him, yeah. but we also want to, we've talked about how it felt for us to, to be in a relationship where my parents didn't trust us. Ultimately, we want to, we want to teach our kids to trust us. So I think I'm kind of with both Brian and Janelle, like, Janelle, I see your point. Your son at 18, he's proven that he's trustworthy and you have to let him go. 
yet at the same time, I'm kind of Brian's kid's like, why don't you trust me? Why can't you trust me? Just give me a chance to prove to you. Like I, I'm a good kid. So I don't know. It doesn't quite always answer the questions, but I, as an adult, just wish my parents would have trusted me. Just show me that they trusted me. It sounds like it was hard. And I think you're feeling what that you felt at that time, what a lot of kids feel like with GPS. It's like, just stop breathing over my shoulder for a minute and let me grow up. Yes. Yes, true. Because life's greatest lessons are often learned from mistakes. And yeah. so it's yeah. almost a type of helicopter parenting. So I appreciate what you're saying on this. Mm-hmm. He- Heidi, yeah. I got to ask, though, how did you find us if you're in Columbus? I grew up in Northeast Ohio. So I grew up I grew up from day one listening to like Uncle Bob in the morning and awesome. all the story programs growing up. And then we, my husband and I stream it down here. Um, so our kids are familiar with WCRS and all of that. <laughs> That's why you didn't do anything. Because you were listening to Uncle Bob. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. Yes, you got it. (laughs) So, Heidi, God bless you. Since you're in Columbus, I want to be sure people in Columbus learn about us, too. And I'm grateful that you stick with us through the app. We're going to send you a Brian and Janelle I'm in the Family coffee tumbler, fourth edition, courtesy of Edgewater Investment Group. You got to use it with our names facing forward. That's right. My husband will sure take it in the office, too, with us. And then the the other condition would be that you have to call us every time you take it out of the house and tell us where you're using it. Oh, okay. I'll I'll work on that. (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding. Don't do that. That'd be so awkward. She won't need to call us because we've got it chipped. Oh, (laughs) yeah. We're watching you. That's right. Hey, hold up. Where are you going? You know you liked your time with us. You want more. So go ahead. Look down. Hit that button right there and subscribe. And you'll get updated episodes. And then you can hang some more. And guess what? You can help us out. How? A five-star rating. Hello. You can also hang with us live weekday mornings from 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern Time. Download the Moody Radio mobile app and you're able to connect with us. Or just go to brianandjanelle.org. And listen, we didn't put all this together all by ourselves. There's some great people behind this production. We want to thank Ron Eastwood, Kelly Ryder, Paul Carter, Mike Reynolds, Alan Perry, and our awesome and fearless leader, Josue Villa. And finally, this podcast is a production of Moody Radio in Cleveland, a ministry of Moody Bible Institute. 